Welcome to the Make Disciples Podcast, a short weekly podcast of Wildwood Church where we will share topics, ideas, and resources useful to you in your effort to follow Jesus as his disciple. Welcome back to the Make Disciples uh, Podcast. We are glad to be with you this morning. We have been in a brief series on how to study the Bible. Dan, welcome back. What has been uh, maybe one of the highlights that you've uh, and, and talking through Bible study here on the podcast. Well, having done this for a while, it's always good to have a good refresher to talk about it and to talk with you and to talk with Heather and to hear it through fresh uh, perspectives. Because even though we all have been doing uh, this Bible study thing for a while, we all have had different uh, strengths and weaknesses when it comes to it. And so we have uh, had successes and failures. And so uh, Bible study is always a process. So it's exciting to hear from other people who have done this, who have learned and who have grown over time. So I'm enjoying listening to you and Heather and you and what you've done in this. Yeah, I'd echo the same thought. I think just hearing um, that that this method works regardless of wiring and personality, but you still take your personality and, uh, and tools and strengths and you use it. And, uh, there's a reason that this has stood the test of time in a lot of ways of church history. People have sometimes worded the three steps differently. Uh, but really for quite some time now, this has been, uh, what has been taught across the board to, uh, just lay people as well as, as pastors alike. All right. So what Dan and I want to do this morning is just take uh, what we have kind of written as a two sentence interpretation of Philippians 4.13 uh, and walk into the next step, which is the last step, which is the step everybody loves the most, uh, the step of application. Uh, what we have said is we we believe Philippians 14, uh, that through observation and interpretation, that the, the primary meaning of the text is that Christ strengthens us by his power, but also by his example, as seen in Philippians 2, of serving and being brought low here on earth and then being exalted uh, to the right hand of God the Father. His example us, strengthens us to endure all things, regardless of how difficult or humbling, uh, knowing that one day, too, we will be uh, citizens of heaven and his power that he uses to rule the world. Uh, will transform us as well. Uh, and so that endure, that helps strengthen us to endure all things. Uh, a couple quick thoughts, Dan, maybe on uh, just the application section. How would you sum up application? What have been some things that uh, that have been helpful for you? Well, there's been very few times in my life where endurance has been more important than right about now because it's 2020. And uh, I think that people have been talking about 2020 being used as a curse word or something from here on out because just how uh, many things have been uh, going poorly and uh, we are certainly mourning uh, deaths from the coronavirus and political unrest and uh, all these different things that are going on. But even personally in our lives, I mean, you have a lot more to say about this than me, but as we're talking about raising children and uh, family life, figuring out how to handle children under a certain age and all of that. Things can be difficult at that time. And so uh, when I think about this verse and look at it, I apply it by saying that the gospel is going to uh, provide the strength that I need to endure and to 
thrive in these contexts. And without the gospel, it's going to be much more difficult. So Christ will strengthen me uh, based on his example and based on the fact that we have something more than this earth to look forward to. That gives me strength to endure and to show joy even in difficult circumstances. Yeah. When um, I was talking to a friend in South Africa and how they train a lot of times with application, I always love that they ask three primary questions kind of in the application. They say, what, you know, what does this mean about God himself? What does this mean about me as, or even humanity as a whole? And then what do I, what do I do as a result? I, I think when we see this interpretation, right, we go, man, let's let, you know, you could almost stop as an application and just praise God that he is a God that strengthens us, right? He's not distant. He's not transcendent. He's not looking down on 2020 and going, I told y'all, if you keep messing things up, this is the kind of stuff that's going to happen. You know, you're just going to have to deal with it. Uh, he's not like I am sometime as a parent. When I see my kids struggling with some stuff, I almost grin knowing it's going to make them stronger. Right. And I don't oftentimes empathize and get down there with them and help them to endure what they're walking through. So I think the first thing that this interpretation reminds me of the nature and character of God is one that Christ himself put on flesh was humbled uh, far beyond what we're experiencing in 2020. Uh, and then was exalted that he set the example. It's not just this track for us to follow, but then that he does not leave us that even though he sits at the right hand of the father, he sends his spirit to strengthen us in our inner being. And then, so what does this say about me? One, it, it's okay that I need strength. right? I think it tells me Absolutely. that it's like, man, I'm, I'm not expected as a Christian to do this thing on my own. And so what does this tell about me? It tells me that I am going to be a person that needs to be reminded. I mean, God, with the the limited space he used to tell us everything we he wants us to know, he used Paul to tell us, hey, you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. You can endure all things. And I think to remind myself, one, there's going to be things I need to be strengthened in, right? That, that he's not going to lay out a story for me that's just incredibly epic and everything's easy, uh, that that is not the human story. But then also uh, that it's okay to need that strength and to look to him uh, to help me to be strengthened. And so then what would I do with that? Uh, well, for me personally, I can tend at times to be a worrier. I can worry about unknowns. I can worry about things that are ahead. And it's, it's in those moments or when I see, uh, for instance, when I, you know, when I think about raising the six kids we have, right. And I go, man, this, there's a lot of different hurdles. We got to figure out, we got to figure out how do they learn about leadership? How do they learn education? How do they learn about Jesus? How do they learn about loving others? And when is all this going to happen? And I, you know, I can become almost overwhelmed by that to just go, look, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me that whatever those low moments come as a parent, he will be there uh, to strengthen me. He's not going to leave me uh, just to kind of roll down into a hill of nothingness. So I think sometimes using even those three questions with the application can be really helpful uh, because like I said, sometimes you can just zoom in on the simplest little statement, right? Like, like we, this is such a popular verse. But how often in our lives do we forget that God is a God who strengthens us and what that means relationally, what that means uh, to my access to him, what that means daily for me. Um, and yet this is a verse that we just kind of throw there, you know, throw out there all the time. But 
Uh, I, you know, I just, I, I would use this if I was just doing this personally, I would just use this as a time to, to pause in the journal and to say, Lord, thank you that you're a God who, who actually strengthens us. Yeah, that's a good word. So what do you think, Eric? Should we uh, keep on putting this on our uh, Instagram headers and uh, on top of our Twitter feeds and put it on the <laughs> eyelids for the football players and all that kind of stuff? Yeah, that's actually a great application question is, you know, what does this mean uh, for my family and, and what does this mean for us? I would say if you're an athlete, I would personally be a little hesitant just because it doesn't communicate uh, the whole context right? It doesn't communicate that you understand. Uh, if I lose, that does not mean that Christ did not strengthen me in the midst of this game. But you know, if that's something uh, that you feel like you're, it's just going to remind you in the midst of the hard moments of the game to put it somewhere where you can see it, you know, that's, that's, uh, that's fine. I think for me, if it was my kids, I think I would just encourage them to really understand the context of this, that Christ actually might reveal his strength to you by uh, not winning a single game that season. Yeah. And, and showing you that you can endure that entire season. You know, it's when you have somebody like a Tim Tebow who makes this popular in the midst of winning a national championship, it attaches a particular context that's different than it's written. When Paul is probably laying in the dark on the concrete floor writing, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. There's probably rats crawling around him and there's all kinds of, he doesn't know if he's going to die that day. Uh, so it, it completely changes the context of the verse. So I think just recognizing, Hey, Christ is going to reveal his strength. He's going to reveal how he strengthens you. But oftentimes he allows the circumstance to get that dark so that you can actually see his strength. And so oftentimes we don't get to a place where we're at the end of ourselves and we start to recognize, oh man, he really does help me to endure because those moments don't typically happen in triumph. And I think that's what Paul uh, is getting at. He's telling people who have been providing for him, hey, look, uh, I'm so grateful that you provide for me, but just know I've I've learned how to be content in all circumstances um, because of uh, Christ who can strengthen me. So what what about you? What would you say to the athlete who wants to put Philippians 4.13 on their helmet? You know, I think you're right that uh, it, it lacks context. So there's a, a truth to it that's really important. But uh, if you're thinking about it only in terms of winning a game, uh, you're missing the point of it. And so it may be a little misleading. I, I'm never going to say that you shouldn't put Bible verses out because I believe that the Bible goes out and uh, it, it's not going to return uh, empty or void that it's always good to direct people to the Bible, but it probably isn't going to accomplish as much as people think it's going to. So just to think about it before it's put there. Absolutely. Well, thanks again for joining us here on this podcast, Make Disciples. We shoot for kind of a 10 to 15 minute uh, time frame just to whet your appetite to tools and, and things that you can use uh, in the process of, of studying God's word and, and growing uh, in Christ. We'll be right back here uh, again next week. Look forward to uh, talking with you guys again. 